now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Baby Tea, a podcast where we can only talk about all things motherhood and parenthood. My name is Helen Wu Wang. I am a mom to an 11-month-old baby boy, and I am here to create a space where we can all share, connect, and feel a little less alone. It has almost been one year of having a baby. And on today's episode, we'll talk about what we wish we'd known, what we've learned, and what we tell ourselves, young Helen and young Philip, one year ago. Oh, how long ago that seems now. But hey, we're in this together. So let's get this episode started. Today, we have another special guest on the show. He will forever be a special guest, and not just a guest, but a special guest, because you are really special to me. There hasn't been any other guests on this show, so (laughs) I don't know why you make it sound like... You are the special and only guest on Spill the Baby Tea. His name is Philip Wang, and he is my hubs and my baby daddy. Hello. Hello, hello. I'm back. (laughs) You sound enthused, by the way. It's 11 p.m. on a Sunday. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you on this one. I'm excited to be here. So as with every episode of Spill the Baby Tea, we are going to start with our giggle and drool of the week. Do you remember this? Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I definitely know my drool. Okay. Um, So like the past couple weeks, um, he's definitely been preferring you more and not like just in little you know little hugs here and there but literally in everything and um and it's not even just like a preference i should say like he will literally cry without you and if if i'm there trying um he it's like i'm like a stranger to him and that it really sucks i I don't like that feeling at all and um yeah I, i i i i i miss having that whatever connection we did have and uh and i'm sure it's just the phase you know Mm -hmm. i'm glad that he loves you so much sometimes it does take a little bit of a burden off me you know i can just say (laughs) look he just wants you but uh yeah there are definitely times where i um i'm like oh come on man like i I can do this like you and me like i I was able to do this with you before and uh, now he's like i just gotta have mama do it i feel like that happened or that started to happen only within the past few weeks too huh yeah something something clicked yeah yeah. Yeah. 
for a little while, I was like very happy that he would be reaching for me. But now I see your pain and I feel bad. I'm like, I, I try to go like, oh, dad, Baba's here, Baba's, you know, and I'm trying to also encourage him to be yeah, like. Yeah, I feel like they're like when I would come home or like, but if I would like leave for a little while and then come back, he would see me and he would like smile like right away. And then they kind of, yeah, like he, he just like looks right past me. Now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's just a phase. I'm sure that'll pass. Yeah, mm. hope so. I know he loves you very, very much. There are definitely times where like you're playing with him and he's just crawling all over you. And it, it, it is just like a phase, like certain certain periods of his, he, he's like developing emotionally. And there are certain times when he's just maybe a little down that he just needs mama more. But mm-hmm. when he's happy, he's like all about you. I'm just a mound of a human that he just wants to climb on top of. <laughs> um, and then my giggle? Yeah, what's your giggle? I mean everything. Everything. He's just. He's just the best. He's just like him existing is a giggle. Let me hear your. Let me hear your giggle. I'm like trying to think of like a specific. Um, I don't know. He's uh, eating chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he, he, he like loves chicken, chicken one day. Yeah, he's eating a lot actually. It's What's great. your giggle? My giggle of the week is that we made our first trip up to the bay. Oh my god, I totally forgot. With the bay bay. <laughs> Come on now. I know, everything's blending together. Sorry. Yeah, it that's, is. that's huge. Okay, I want that one. That's <laughs> you want that one? Okay. Well, it's, it's, no, such it's, a, it's such a big one that we can have different giggles yeah. from, from that. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, it was our first time up there. Mm-hmm. Philip and I got to play in the ISA charity basketball game together. And obviously, we wish we could have brought our son to the game. But the game started at 7. And that's when the baby needs to be in his jammies in bed asleep, hopefully. So we decided this year wasn't going to be the year that we do it. But we were able to make it work. Just amazing. We brought so much stuff up for one week. We were there for a week. And it just takes so much coordination, like constantly texting with Philip's sister to make sure she had a baby bathtub for us, that she had toys and a play area. But yeah, for anyone that has traveled with a baby, y'all know you can't just pack up a few hours beforehand. It took like both of us three days, three nights, and a massive checklist to make sure we had everything ready. I think you could do an entire episode about just traveling with a baby. Like, I think that's I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves with this episode, but I think that's the one thing that like not I think that's one thing that I definitely took for granted. Traveling without a baby is just so much easier and you have to simplify your own packing in order to accommodate how much more you have to do. Although you still pack a lot. (laughs) I mean, it it doesn't change. (laughs) My standards stay the same for myself. (laughs) But but man, yeah, all the stuff you have to bring for a baby is just so much work yeah, yeah that literally could be a, an episode in itself but i'm proud of us it was it was a really good trip i think every time we like get out the door get on the plane it feels like an accomplishment yeah. just getting on the plane and then it's like all right now you gotta survive the plane ride but it was only an hour flight so that's i i can't imagine doing the cross-country flight which we have to do in february or something mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. with uh with him that's so long oh my god yeah we're going back to boston for my grandma's 90th so she's gonna be me and you and a, and a toddler oh my gosh she's gonna be a toddler by then oh man what's your drool <laughs> my drool of the week if for any of you out there who's been following me on my instagram stories you already know what my drool is daylight freaking savings time I would say that is my drool. I was already never too much of a fan of daylight savings time, and now I'm really not a fan. Like, our baby was waking up at 4.30 in the morning and being, like, up, up, like, actually awake for the day. 
And there were times when we just had to stay up and play with him. And many times where we just fell asleep in the playpen with him cooing and crawling all over us and punching you in the nuts. (laughs) But that, along with the 10-month sleep regression that's been going on for a month now, that's been, it's been rough. Yeah, I think think it's funny that you released the episode about our sleep training being successful right at the time that he was coming out of it. It was just... It felt so weird, like putting that content out there. And but in reality, in our lives, we're like, oh, we sound so naive in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was because yeah. it was we were on high when when you released that episode, and then yeah, and then when it all fell apart, we're like, oh my god, we're back to before. And a lot of people warned us. They said yeah. you can sleep train, but then there are going to be the regressions. And in my mind, I thought the regressions lasted maybe like a day or two, and you could sleep train it back. But for us, it lasted about a month. Well, I think it's also because we knew that we were about to travel. So we kind of yeah. just let it go because we knew we were um, going to have to do it anyways. Yeah, traveling was going to mess up our his schedule anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting back on track slowly. Getting there slowly, yeah. Yeah, he's currently sleeping right now. 11 p.m. <laughs> All right. So for today's episode, we are, as I mentioned earlier, nearing our little one's first birthday. One full trip around the sun, my son, which means that we are no longer going to have a baby on our hands, but a toddler. And by definition, a newborn is birth to two months, an infant is around two months to a year, and a toddler is one to two years. So we're not going to have a baby anymore. We're going to have a toddler. Wait, I didn't like... Who who makes that definition? I mean, uh, doctors. I don't know. <laughs> Dang it! Wait. So are you gonna have to change the title of your this podcast? Spill the toddler tea. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of sad to think about. No, Isn't no, no. that wild? It's... He's a to- He's gonna be a toddler so in no, a no, month. No, no, no. He's. I think this is the most parent thing that you can say. But he's always gonna be our little baby. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even when he's in college. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh my gosh, he's gonna be in college one day <laughs> if he chooses to. So today we decided that it would be a good time to think back over the past year and talk about things that we've learned, what we wish we had known as new parents who really knew nothing when we were in the pregnancy stage and things that we didn't know or expect to happen in the first year as new parents that ended up happening. Yeah, I think it's also because we have a couple of friends or people in our our orbit right now that are about to have babies too. So it definitely kind of put me back in that mindset of, of and of where of where they were like oh my god like like it was only a year ago that we were right. like going through this too like they just they're about to give birth and um oh man like that feels like so long ago it does huh, for us. it does yeah and just us knowing what we know now like and and, and looking at where they're at and like oh man you guys have no idea <laughs> which is probably how people felt with us too and um, you don't want to scare them but it's like yeah. y'all have no idea <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I remember one of the final nights that we went out um, before, uh, you know. What, to Applebee's? No. Um, there was one night we went went out to a bar, like General Lee's or something. Uh. And like Ki Hong and David, both, you know, dads, both girl dads, actually. Um, they, I think it was like with their first time coming out in a while. And they were like, Phil, you're so fucked. <laughs> They told you yeah. like it is. Yes. And, I, and I was just like, you know, like just blissfully like naive, you know, like, huh, no, what, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's going to be amazing. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? You're so fucked. Like, <laughs> they were like, obviously we're at a bar, so they're, they're screaming it and they're like laughing, but they were like, they were, the two of them were like kind of just like laughing at 
you know, what they both knew about me and what I was about to go through. Actually, I do remember that. And they, they kept coming up to me and I was really sober. Were they also telling you you're so funny? No, no, no. They were telling me, you're amazing. Oh, great. <laughs> That, hey, that's that's good. Like women yeah. are amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what they were saying. And for the me. dads, you're so yeah. fucked. <laughs> Sorry, NSFW. If you guys weren't ready for the f bomb. <laughs> well, now that you you specifically have survived a year of being a brand new dad, having taken on this new identity, having thrived in this new identity, uh, and at yeah. times struggled with it, yeah. what is something that you would tell Philip one year ago today? Philip at the bar. <laughs> I think I actually tried very hard to um be mindful that i didn't know anything like and, and to have expectations that were realistic um you know when people ask me are you excited or whatever i would say i would actually say like i actually don't know what to expect you know i'm not uh whatever i think is going to happen is definitely not going to be the same until i'm actually there so i tried to actually keep myself grounded um and uh so i i don't think i ever I don't want to psych myself out, I think is what I'm trying to say, like before it, it coming. Um, so I, I feel like I had the right intentions going into it. And um, and f in, in that sense, uh, I feel like that was the right thing to do. So I would tell like other, you know, parents or fathers like, hey, sa same thing, like don't psych yourself out, you know, like be ready, but also know that you'll never be ready for what's about to happen. Just because like it literally is unlocking a completely different personality of yours, um, unlocking a different sense of responsibility, unlocking a different level of love for your partner. Um, so there's really nothing that can prepare you. Like I know it's cliche to say that, but it's so in, in just be accept that you can't be that prepared, mm, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think for you, you are, I mean, you're a Scorpio. You are someone who is very strong-willed and you're quite stubborn sometimes for things that, you know, you want to happen a certain way. What are you talking but, about? <laughs> but I feel like the persona that you took on as a new dad was very much like neutral mode. It was kind of like, mm. I'm not going to expect too much. I'm also not going to expect too little, but I'm going to go with the flow. Yeah. Very, very, you know, just... I think it's Neutral like state. it's like um you can't fight the waves so just just go with it right go. or you don't know what waves to expect right. either so right. you can't go crashing into a wave you're just, just gonna ride let ride the current away. yeah let the current take you keep your head above water mm -hmm. um survive that's yeah. really just all it is oh you were in yeah. survival mode for sure since since like yeah. <laughs> since he was born this whole year yeah I think um I just was trying to just be there get things done. Get things done the right way and that's why actually maybe, i don't know if this is like the right advice but i remember even when, when we were taking those online classes like and i i, I remember falling asleep while, like some of them were <laughs> God, like, i was so going. mad at you when you did that but like honestly like there's so much of it that you couldn't apply until you actually were doing it and we were researching things anyways specific to our our scenario at the time for everything from the breastfeeding from the um you know, sleep and I don't know, there was, I'm not saying like, don't listen to it, but also just be flexible in knowing that, hey, as you're taking these classes, a lot's going to change when you're actually in the moment, you know? Um, so don't be so rigid, I guess is what I would, I would say. And I don't know if you would, because like, I, I feel like there's definitely parents and definitely moms out there that are 
probably very rigid because they have to have it's their if it's their firstborn, they want things a certain way. I think we were like that, right? You were definitely like that. And maybe my my fluidness, you didn't like that much. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about having just two different personalities and two different people and approaching the same scenario. But I think for me, taking those classes gave me a peace of mind, even though I knew that it wasn't immediately applicable or I wouldn't yeah. know. At least it was like, it's like when you're taking calculus or whatever, right? It's like you learn these things, but you know, you're not going to remember the formulas forever. You can always Google it. At least you know that you can Google this right. thing later on. Right. And I think yeah. that's where I taking those classes gave me a peace of mind that I had some resource I could go back to right. when I needed it. Yeah. And, and I, I definitely got to say like I, I don't don't take for granted that you did do that work you your rigidity your preparedness is something that I did lean on and it allowed me to have that fluidity for sure so I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying like hey but everyone every parent just go with the flow don't have, don't be prepared no like Helen did a lot of her own research and um you know definitely kept up with uh you know what we needed to be doing and be, being prepared for um and I tried my best to also, but I couldn't. I, I couldn't compare to what you were, you were doing. And obviously, like it's happening to you, your own body. So of course, you're going to be That's true. looking for things more than me. But um, yeah, I, I really value how much how prepared you were, or at least how prepared you were trying to be. Yeah, and I leaned on that definitely. Thank you for saying that. That's not to say that you weren't involved in all of the classes, right? Like you were there present. <laughs> You slept once for I one did. of the classes, and I was, I was pissed. I like I woke probably, you up, but you were so exhausted from really working. Tired from work. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. Um, no, but I think it was important that you just continue to show up with me. Yeah. Obviously, for all the doctor's appointments and all the classes. Yeah. Um, and it just gave me a peace of mind that you also knew what was going on, and could I could always lean on you as well. But agreed, you don't you shouldn't be too rigid with the stuff and you, there's only so much that you can learn ahead of time because you're not gonna actually know what to do until you're faced with those moments and then you're gonna Google and research anyway. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it feels like a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train. If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers Swaddlers. With Pampers Swaddlers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swaddlers has dual leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most. And they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot. That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do, and it's the gift that always fits. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
What about you? What's something that you would tell Helen a year ago? I feel like when I was still pregnant and had all this uncertainty and fear, so many moms out there would tell me that time passes by so quickly in the blink of an eye. Like they're going to be a toddler, a high schooler, and you're going to wish that you could go back in time. So cherish every moment, the good and the bad. Right? I feel like a lot of our friends told us that as well. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I get it. And I feel like I can really adopt that model now. But I just remember that when we were in the thick of the newborn phase, both you and I, we tried so hard to be present, to be grateful that we even had a crying baby. And, and we were very grateful. But I remember that in those moments, it would get increasingly more difficult to ignore the reality of what was happening in that moment, which is that you, we were both sleep deprived, that we were tired, that we were cranky. For me, my body was still recovering, that we constantly smelled like spit up and our hair, or at least my hair, was very greasy and flaky and our mm-hmm. clothes were always stained. And remember there were times where we would go to bed without our clothes on, not in like a sexy let's get it on with our baby in the basket next to us kind of way. But because we knew that we would be spit up on at some point in the night from bouncing him to sleep or just burping him. So we would be in bed just like completely naked because we were, we knew that, you know, it would just be a difficult night. Um, And those moments were like really hard. And I think, you know, now in hindsight, when I think about those moments, it's okay that it was, you know, And there was a very low chance of me enjoying those moments in the moment. But I felt bad for not being in the moment sometimes. So if I could go back and talk to Helen a year ago, I'd say don't feel guilty for feeling guilty. Because I really did feel that a lot. I felt guilty for not enjoying every moment. Those were the moments that made me feel like a bad mom. I wish I could have told myself it's okay to feel sad, it's okay to feel tired, to be annoyed, to lock yourself in the bathroom for 10 minutes because you need some space. Like, you are an amazing mom. You are doing the best you can. And you told me that a lot, which I really needed and appreciated you telling me because it was difficult for me to tell myself those things in those moments. But it's okay to not want to be present, to not want to embrace every difficult moment. So if I could talk to myself a year ago, and this goes out for anyone out there tuning in right now as well that has a little one, there will be days where you might not feel this way, but you are enough for your baby. It's okay to have bad days. And having different feelings associated with parenthood is not shameful and is not a reflection of your ability to parent. You don't have to enjoy every moment. It's really okay not to. And so that's something I would tell myself a year ago. Yeah, I think like, even I remember that we were like kind of being hard on ourselves um, in terms of like get, making content about, you know, the phase that we were in, this newborn phase. We're like, oh my God, we should be doing like uh, a weekly vlog about, you know, what uh, is going on. And not necessarily for the public, but even for ourselves so that we can look back and like, yeah, I guess looking back, oh, we probably should have done that. But also, hey, we were in the thick of it and it makes sense that, you know, we weren't in the headspace to do it or we just physically literally just couldn't get ourselves around to it. But um, yeah, like I think that there's push yourself, but also, yeah, like give yourself a little bit of leeway, you know, just knowing how difficult, you know, it is to that that phase is. Another thing that um, I would tell myself is to ask for help. 
I feel like that's something that maybe I didn't do enough. And then I feel like, I feel like we definitely asked for a lot of help. What do well, you mean? Outside, <laughs> outside of when our parents were here, mm-hmm. like the times when it was just me and you mm. at home by ourselves. Um, there's this quote that I read online that I kept on my phone and says, when I ask for help, I am choosing to love myself and call on my village. Mm-hmm. And that one stuck to me because, yeah, I remember in those first few months, I really didn't want that outside of just family help. And now when I think about it, I think it was driven by some aspect of perfectionism, of being influenced by media to play that cookie cutter suburban mom that looks put together and can bake cookies, you know, of not needing any of our friends to come over and save us. Because yeah, but we why, aren't you baking, why aren't you baking cookies right now? Bro, bro I will buy you cookies <laughs> and heat it up. But it's that it's that feeling of wanting to have it all together that was that was real, and it was difficult for me to get over that. And I think it just took time. It took time, maybe, to build the confidence of knowing that I am a good mom, um, you know. But whenever you're out of town, and I got him to myself now, I I will schedule sleepovers ahead of time, or meetings in our home because I'm like, yep, I need all the help I can get, y'all. Come on over. And it feels like a different game altogether. It feels it feels good to be able to put down my walls and accept help. And also when our friends are over, I get an hour to nap or shower or do laundry or wash dishes. It, it actually does help out a lot. And I've realized that by doing that, we're also giving our friends time to build a connection with our baby and play the role of aunties and uncles. And that's been really precious to see too. So... I would say, Helen, one year ago, I tell her to leave your pride aside and ask for help. You know, it's funny. I think I was that voice of Helen now, and you and I was telling you that. And you, you were telling me and that, and you were not listening. So I know. So you're saying that you would tell yourself. This, I would tell myself and but you listen. But you would listen. Yeah, maybe that's what you should tell yourself. <laughs> listen to me. I mean, yeah, you were you were encouraging me too, but I think it was just at that level that like new mom pride that yeah. is just oh, it's so hard to to shed. Yeah, that makes sense though. You wanna you wanna feel like you fit this mold, right. you know, or that you have achieved this identity and Yeah, but you can't achieve that identity overnight, which is basically when it does happen. It's like overnight. Right, right. Yeah. I think for me another thing that I would uh prepare myself for is um and I and I tell this a lot to some of our friends, especially if they're like entrepreneurs that um are very focused on like creating their own, you know, uh, goals. And um, I would just say like, hey, life is going to slow down for a little for a little bit and go easy on yourself. It's going to be natural that you're going to feel like you're missing out or that, um, you know, the world's passing you by. Um, but uh, like, yeah, just don't be too hard on yourself about that. And don't get down on yourself about that. If anything, like what you're going through with this little one is so unique um, that uh, you you can never get this period of time back again. You can never recreate it with, with exactly this way with this, with this guy or this girl. And just try to tr- cherish that versus like thinking about all the stuff you're missing out on or the things or the moves you're not making or the um, places that you feel like you should be. Uh, I think that's something that was really difficult for me because, um, yeah, no one else really 
cares that what you're going through with your with your baby while you're going through it it's just you and you know your partner or just you and, and, and the child and um and sometimes you feel like you're just very alone and you're like oh my god the world is moving by me but actually no this is your world this and this is the, mo the most beautiful thing if anything the world's missing out on what you're doing right now <laughs> which is why we should have logged it <laughs> we got we have to share it with the world no, so I, I definitely was struggling with that identity, like, change of like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to be this person that is like, you know, always trying to like move and get stuff done. But, hey, you know, right now, this season of my life is is to build this connection and or to just cherish this this um, this uh, very unique um, type of relationship with. Well, yeah, like a baby, like that's it's so special and so unique. What do you think changed in your in your own way of thinking to sort of like transition over to that 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 thinking? I think just seeing like life go like life goes on. It's like again, like, all these lifelong cliche things, like all these like are all just so true. Like, or I'm finding new like meaning in it, and it's just like you know, I think for sure I'm someone that um, is susceptible to FOMO. Mm -hmm. um and this is this has been evident throughout my entire like life like in high school if i saw like you know a group of kids doing something i would be like, oh man i don't get to do that or in my 20s if i felt like work um i remember specifically like oh like i had to travel for work and i couldn't go to this one party that you know people were going to i really want to go to oh dang and then you realize oh the next week there's another party or mm -hmm. then there's there's another trip that you know you'll you can plan or there's something else right a new opportunity that will come and I think, you know, maybe over the course of this year, just seeing like, oh, you know, like, um, I didn't miss out on that much. Or, uh, you know, it's okay that I missed out on this because I got to do this instead, right? And I think uh, seeing that or feeling that, um, you know, was, was, would definitely help give me that perspective. Again, remind me of that perspective of like, hey, you don't need to always feel this FOMO. I also think probably even more so, I can feel this period of time now waning. Um, this this unique time that, you know, he's a certain size, that he still can't really communicate. It's like this very odd relationship. Um, I can feel that kind of like the, day, the days are numbered now, right? And he's going to turn into, like we just said, he's going to turn into a toddler soon and be able to walk and talk. That's weird. That's really weird. And so this special period of, of him being like a quote unquote baby or infant or whatever is like almost gone. I'm like, oh my God, wait, like I, I need, I want to, I want to, you know, have a little bit more of this or I want to like really cherish this. So I don't care about whatever party. I don't care about what so-and-so is doing here or there. Like I just want this right here. Right. So I think that's something that um, it kind of, it kind of sucks to say, but like in, in knowing that it's, it's expiring, then you kind of value it more. Another question that I wanted to add to today's topic is what's something that you didn't know or expect to happen in the first year as new parents that did happen? And I think along the same lines, I was going to ask you about mourning the past, even when the present is full. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think we struggle with a lot too. I mean, why don't you answer that first? What do you, <laughs> but it was something. 
You know what's funny though? I, I thought I would mourn the past more and I would say in the first couple of weeks I definitely did. I think in those moments only where, only two weeks? Only the first, first couple two weeks? first a uh, few. <laughs> months? I, okay. um, yeah, maybe like one or two months. I All was right. probably worse. Timing's expanding. I was probably worse than you in this department. I think so too. I think because a part of it is that physically I had just changed so much mm-hmm. that I didn't feel like myself. I didn't really care to go out. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. partying. I didn't I missed like old Helen, pre-baby Helen. But at the same time, I feel like so much has changed that I just had to adapt to it as fast as I could. Whereas for me, because I didn't have such a physical connection to that change, right. I'm still like, wait, I'm literally the same person. Yeah, exactly. Literally the same person. But overnight, you're telling me my life is different now? Right, I, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So I'd say for me, I mourned it. I mourned it only during the times when the nights were really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I would be thinking to myself, it is a Friday. I forgot it's a Friday. What are her friends doing? And then yeah. you go on Instagram stories. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm missing out on all of this right now. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like after, yeah, one to two months, I was kind of just like, okay, this is the new Helen. And I, I accept it, you know? And for those first couple of months, it's not like we could go out and do like a date night or, you know, get out and play basketball or tennis or anything like that. And I think that's where it was especially difficult because we couldn't have any like semblance of our old lives at all. But now, you know, we are able to do that. And I feel like we are getting a taste of our old life again, but just in a, in a more enhanced way. Yeah. And I, I think for me, the, well, the, you, basically this topic, you, you asked a different question of like, what's something that didn't expect that happened mm-hmm. in, in this morning passport, time on the morning, the past part, right? Like, I feel like um, for me to clarify, what I was mourning was less about like, oh, my single life or my pre-kid life, whatever. I was just actually mourning more of our, like, our past. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that's where you and I had more, like, not arguments, but like, hey, like, don't don't say these things kind of like, or I think I think that's where you and I had more, more of like a disconnect where I would often say like, oh, remember when we were like this or like when we could go do this or remember this one trip we took, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that kind of rubbed you the wrong way. Because um, I'm like, no, we are what we are now (laughs) (laughs) i think that's just how much i loved us or i loved that version of us and i just didn't want to forget like hey we were this type of couple before like there or there were characteristics of that era of us that i didn't want to lose right so i would always reminisce about that not to say that what we have now is not yeah a much more enhanced version of all that but i'm just saying like like there's it's like you know missing the carefree days of you and me like you know when we would go work out (laughs) yeah that (laughs) Or like, you know, go explore, be spontaneous. Or or... go for a random run yeah. through the city. So, yeah. man. So I, I, I know that those days will come back again in some sense, but I, I definitely mourned that of the, in this past year. But again, it's just one year, you yeah. know. And, it, and it's something that you didn't expect to happen either, right? Or did you? Yeah, no, I mean, well, I, I kind of did. Like, I mean, remember when we took our baby moon? I was like... Oh, see you yeah, on the yeah. other side like yeah, 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 we're not yeah, gonna yeah. have this for a very very long time and even True. when see you on the other side as in you know once we're retired yeah because like even <laughs> if, able to go back to mexico even if you have a kid like you're still worried about it and like you just said like that we're, we're kind of coming back to it i'm like oh, i don't know like even when we go out now or if we do have like a night out um it, we don't we don't party the same way just because we know that we still have to wake up the next day and be functional or i need a pump yeah or you need a pump so <laughs> it's definitely not the same but um yeah, I think I think that it's natural to to think about what what it used to be like. But again, when you balance it out, like a split second later, I'm like, no. But what we have now is amazing because we have 
our kid, right? Yeah. Um, and I and I don't think I was ever truly. I know it's making me sound like, oh my god, Phil, you really loved partying or you love going out. I was never really that type either of like, oh my god, I have my I gotta have my bro time. I gotta. No. That's not really me either. But I think yeah. that you're just a very social person. You're a very extroverted person. I guess so. Yeah. And or or just with you, I just like I just like going out and doing things. Like it doesn't have to be with people or or like the boys or whatever. I just wanted to hang out with you too. Yeah, I just like that. But what were we saying? Cheesy. What a, no, I'm being serious. Because like, I feel like there. I, I'm I'm only saying that because I know that there definitely are guys out there that might be listening, or husbands or partners that are listening, um, that that are maybe that time like oh man i gotta have my 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 guy time right and and i'm just saying like, hey be, be ready that like that's gonna change right or you're gonna so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to set that up a different way or value it a different way once the baby comes yeah and i know that is very important to like a lot of guys for sure um what's yeah what's something that happened that you didn't expect to happen i didn't realize another thing i didn't realize how socially awkward i would be in those first few months after having a baby that's some that's something that no one really warned me about but you were searched what Socially awkward. No, you weren't. I think when all you're doing 24-7 is baby talk, like, I felt slow. Oh. I felt like... I felt like oh. Like, like right? Because you, you, you weren't, like, mentally stimulating yourself? No, exactly. Like, pre-baby, there were definitely days where I have some social anxiety, and I'm just like, I really don't want to go out tonight because I don't want to be in a situation where I have to make small talk. But the level of fear of putting myself out there and in a situation where I had to socialize again was, like, off the charts. Mm. I felt like... I couldn't formulate adult sentences and I was legit scared to do my first work speaking event or presentation again. I, I think having a baby and just always being around that type of environment actually really takes a uh, a mental toll on you. Mm. Yeah. That's something I didn't expect. Mm. I, um, I, I think uh, one thing that I didn't, ex- I don't know if I didn't expect it, but like, how much time we would be spending together <laughs> like oh you love me <laughs> like like whoever's listening out there like get ready to spend a ton of time <laughs> with your partner i mean i know like maternity to paternity leave is different whatever um but aren't you so happy that i'm your partner i i i mean yes i think i, I, I make things yeah. fun let me just say that okay, okay. You're, you're talking a lot over me right now <laughs> <laughs> no but but I, I just remember thinking like, oh my, I think I've said this multiple times, but I'm like, you have to really like your partner. Yeah. Like, like you can love someone, but you have to like, like them. them. Yeah. Because there's going to be a lot of times where you're just like, oh my God, like you just are living on top of each other. Every decision is going through each other. And if you are home from work or like basically because, you know, in a normal life without the kid, yeah, you're going to work. You have some time apart from each other. You can have interactions with other people, but like take that all away. And it's just like, it's just you and that person. And, and then like, they are your source of stress, but they're also your source of entertainment and social interaction. Like they're supposed to be everything. And that's a lot to put on, on one person, on each other. Um, And so you have to adjust those expectations. And I think that there were definitely times where, in within like an hour, it went from really stressful talking to each other, very short to cute talk, you know, and like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought you were just like really annoyed at me like a second ago, or I was just annoyed at you a second ago, but now I kind of want like, I want to be like cute with you. Right. And it's just, um, yeah, like th- this person really becomes like, yeah, you guys are just on, just on top of each other every moment. So get ready for that. 
Yeah, you gotta really like each other. And also shout out to any of the single moms out there or dads out there who do it alone. Yeah. As you were saying that, I'm like, man, well, there are some people who don't even have a partner to get angry at or get, you know, upset at or lean I, on. I think, yeah, like, I mean, if we, we if we can make a list of all the things that, like, have blown my mind in the past year, like, it would be, like, a much longer episode. But the main, one of the, the biggest things is thinking about how how does anyone do this, like, alone? And even with us, we talked, I can't, I think we talked about in the first episode, but us having the help of our our, our parents, you know, on and off, but for the majority of the time, even just when I see my, my friends doing it just without any help at all and they're still like you know a couple i'm just like that's still really tough you know so and i think about people with twins and i'm like oh my god what the hell how is that even physically mentally possible so um i guess i mean the humans and parents are resilient and uh, they push through but uh yeah that's one thing that like has blown my mind just how people how people in other situations um, are are somehow getting through this period of time. I have one more to add. I would say, and this is going to sound really cheesy, and it's kind of building off of what you mentioned earlier, but something I didn't expect to happen in this first year is reaching a new level of how much I appreciate you. <laughs> I was going to say that too, and I was going to finish your sen- sentence in a really um, corny way, but I didn't want to accidentally say it and then like that's not what you're gonna say (laughs) what you're gonna say how much you love me more and you're like no i was gonna say this i think it's just kind of wild that you know during the dating phase that's the time when you're trying to get to know everything about the other person and you reach a point where you're like i know you better than you know yourself or yes like i can finish your sentences and once you get to the point of marriage you feel like there's nothing new that you could learn about the other person but having a baby introduces a new character that is permanent in your life and that just completely changes your world and because i had never seen you as a dad i really had no idea what to expect (laughs) you know like really i thought you would be supportive but i didn't expect you to be as supportive as you have been whoa yeah no like i feel like i grew up with my sister obviously where everything was a bargain I'd be like, yo, can you grab my keys on the way out? And it turned into an argument or she wouldn't do it. And vice versa, I would do the same to her. And of course, it's different now. We're adults and we love each other. But anytime I asked you to go down and wash my bottles or bring me water, you'll do it at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. with barely a hesitation. And similarly, I do that for you. But I feel like there's another level of respect and compassion that I feel like we hadn't reached before our baby and we're both you know we're both exhausted you could easily be like nah i'm i'm tired dude i physically cannot but i think in our minds we know that the other person is exhausted and has reached a certain level of mental and physical capacity too and we want to do something for each other to help each other out so there's just there's a heightened level of selflessness and compassion here and that that is something that i didn't expect going into this new relationship yeah no I, I appreciate you saying that thanks babe um it feels good to be seen <laughs> <laughs> i tell you every day um no but it's mutual right like i think i think that's the thing like we are we both know that we're doing it for each other right and we're not taking advantage of it or abusing you know the the moment in time or whatever um like you'll look out for me or do something for me when I when you know that I need it, and I'll, of course I'll do the same for you. I think also just I had to remind myself all the time just 
how much you've put your body through for for this and continue to do so. And me getting up to go wash a bottle or something or get something like it's just nothing compared. And I, I hope I don't lose sight of that as we get further from this period of our lives, just because it is just once once you've seen what the woman's body has to go through, I think just like guys like men, you you lose you lose a few cards, you know, <laughs> like there's just nothing that we do can compare to what what they've done to to bring this new character, this new life into into our lives. And so um, I also hope you don't abuse that card. OK, <laughs> like like he's like 50, 50, he's like in his 30s and like you're telling me to go get something. Like, I brought your son into this world like what? That was 30 years ago. But no, it's it's something beautiful, and that's something that I think uh, I the way I show you that I value what you've done is to be that person for you or um, be that help and support. Um, but on my side of it, my perspective of how my love has, you know, gone to another level, um, it's of course it's related to the physical sacrifice and all the emotional sacrifice of you as a mother. But I I, I remember I, yeah we, in our early early years of dating we literally got in fights about this but like you know me projecting and analyzing oh my god is she going to be oh, yeah. like what type of woman is she going to be what type of what type of girlfriend what type of wife and that's true yeah and, and 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 now here we are like literally living it out and i'm like you yeah you're you're freaking amazing um and i told you that all along <laughs> <laughs> i think i think just you know like when you're younger you know, we're anyways, we I think we all de we developed at the at the way we were supposed to. And I think motherhood and parenthood just accelerated or pushed us into this new level. Right. And I think that happens at any age. Actually, I think just whatever age that you become a parent, you are going to level up. Right. And I would like to believe that us being at, at the certain place we are, were in our lives prepared us also to, to be better parents and to be better equipped with the emotional um, strain that came along with this. But um, no, you, you've been incredible, and and um, I've I've definitely seen you at a different in, in a different you know identity and different way that um, makes you so much more beautiful and and sexy and um, and I, I appreciate you on a different in a different way than I think as even I, when we were dating and when we were boyfriend girlfriend or when we were just husband and wife i already saw you at a certain level and now this is just uh, a whole other texture um that or whatever f like identity that you are that i'm like oh my gosh like i get helen in this form too like that's so cool you've never said that before oh well, i mean <laughs> thank you thanks for sharing that yeah well, sometimes I look at our baby and think, man, how are you so small yet so mighty? <laughs> like you can't even talk yet, but somehow you have just flipped our world upside down and for the better. And we are obviously doing the best that we can here as new parents. We're glad that we can share with you all out there what we're learning along the way to hopefully, you know, make it easier for some of you out there who are new parents or anticipating to become new parents, or for any of you who have been through all of this and reminiscing on those fun newborn infant days. I would love to hear if you related to this episode in any way. What are some lessons that you can share with first-time parents? Is there anything that we've missed that you'd like to share? Let me know in the comments of Asian Boss Girl's latest Instagram post.
And as always, thank you for allowing us to share our personal journey with you all. We have so much more to learn and would love to continue connecting and learning from you all out there. One, one thing that I don't know if you saw in the comments a lot or something that like people were like uh, advising, it was like, oh, the days are long, but the years are short or yeah. something. And I'm like, no, this year has felt just as long as it's supposed to. Like, this has felt like a, a very... Actually, yeah, this is a very girthy year. Yeah. <laughs> a very hefty year. Um, I don't I don't think, like, w- even though, yeah, we're about to hit a year, I'm not like, whoa, that went by really fast. I'm like, no, that felt like a freaking You know year. what? I think maybe ask us in, like, five years. Sure. Maybe that's yeah. when the days will yeah. feel long I just know, short. I just know, like, a lot of people were giving us that advice. Yeah. Like, hey, I know it's tough right now. But it's gonna go by in the blink of an eye, and um, and maybe it's because we're still in it. Maybe that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. But um, although it is crazy to think, like our baby, seven pounds is now like twenty-seven plus pounds. He gained twenty pounds in a year, and yeah. he's almost walking. Yeah. And he's saying "mama, baba." It happens. It happens very gradually, but like it's not. I think that's the thing. Maybe because it hasn't gotten easier necessarily. Sorry, some things get easier, but then new things arise that become harder. Right. So. The, the net effect is actually it doesn't get easier and so <laughs> you're just constantly feeling like you're still just struggling and so i constantly feel like i'm still in newborn phase so when when that's happening i'm like wait i thought the years are supposed to go by fast i thought this is supposed to be like no i'm like we're still in it you know true, so true. i don't feel like we have that much advice of like hey guys we're out of it and it's and here's all our all the things that we wish we could have known back then because dude we're still in it we're in it but it does get easier what? What do you mean? Is it going easier? Uh, we're not up at in the middle of the night constantly getting yeah, spit up true. on, sleeping naked in our bed, not for sexy time. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. I guess so. But I, I think because it's happened so gradually, it still feels like... Yeah. You're, we're still we're still in it, obviously. Yeah. Yes. We got, we got a new toddler and we're going to face a lot of new challenges very soon once yeah. he can talk back to us and say no and oh, snack no. food out of our hands. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, make it stop. Make it stop. Let's go back. If anyone's listening to this because they're trying to get some insight on what's ahead, good luck, y'all. <laughs> Strap in. It's as difficult as they say, and it's as rewarding as they say. Um, so, like, I, I don't know what else to tell you other than just, like, be ready to not be ready. Mm. That's a good way to close it out. You can follow ABG on Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and me, Helen, at HWooWoo. And this will actually be the last mini show for the rest of 2022. If you enjoy tuning into these mini shows every Tuesday, K Dreaming with Mel, Wellness with Jay, and Spill the Baby Tea with me, let us know. We would love to hear any feedback from you all, what you loved, what we could do better, other topics you wish to hear on these mini shows, let us know. And perhaps you'll hear us again on Tuesdays in the new year. Nothing has changed with our main show, We Got You, every Thursday. From us and our little bubs. (laughs) Bye for now.